You are now tuned into the School of Higher Thought podcast, where we explore the realm of personal development. We aim to upgrade your life through lessons learned from your personal experience. Episodes are released every Sunday. For more updates and other empowering content, please follow our other social medias in the description below. I hope you've got your notepads ready. Class is in session. Things are good, man. You know, always hustling. You know, twenty twenty two. I feel like in twenty twenty it was the beginning of the new decade, so everyone's hustling. But now we're like in the second year of that decade, and it's just getting serious. Like everything's getting wrapped up a bit every year, man. <laughs> Level it up, like ah. Oh. Exponential growth, huh? You know, you know, it has to be like that, man. It has but, to be. It's all about leveling up, man. Just getting to the next level. I feel like a lot of people. They rather want to level up on GTA and Fortnite, but me, I'm trying to live GTA in real life. I'm trying to, that's that's my aim, really. I can't lie to you. Except for more of the drug dealing and shooting and... Uh, oh, of course, of <laughs> course. More, 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 more the cars in the garages, yeah, you know. The, the nice cars, the flashy life, you know, <laughs> living up in a high rise, flying your jet places, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hear it though, man, because I was actually deep in this the other day. I was playing video games the other day because I, I love to play games. It's it's one of the things that I do to give myself that downtime, and I was reflecting back into my my childhood how I used to be addicted to games to the point where I would literally as soon as I wake up I'm playing games. By the time it's night time I'm still playing games, and then I'll go back to sleep mm. and I wake up do the same thing all over and over again, and I find that like there's some people who are still in that loop, and it's like they're leveling up in the game, but. In real life, they're staying where they are. In fact, they're, they're probably going away from where they are. So they're even decreasing their le- their level of life and quality of life. And I feel like if they was to push their attention more into their real life rather than escaping into that false reality, they would, you know, they would enjoy their life a, bo- a lot more. They wouldn't want to be on games all of the time. They want to, you know, catch a quick flight and go somewhere and drive far- fast cars in real life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you see Val Circle, you know, Amanda Man Dubai right now, living up, that's what it should really be like. <laughs> but I feel like with the guys that want to keep playing games, they just want to live life on easy mode. They want to, they don't go outside of their comfort zone because again, real growth happens outside of your comfort zone. That's where you learn, you break down and you actually turn yourself into the next best person, version mm. that you can be. But with the games, it's an easy route. And if they want to take that route, fair enough. All I ask is that you stay away from me. Mm. Except, but, but at the same time, though, if they plan on using that, you know, gaming to do it professionally, like with the esports industry, by all means, go ahead and do that because that you can get a lot of money out of that, and you can actually do it doing something that you love. Oh no, of course, most definitely. Um, yeah. Now, if you make it, my whole um philosophy is if you're making money of it, then fair enough, type of thing. And also another point is um what someone you know pointed out to me was that. Gaming is actually a cheap form of entertainment. So, mm. you know, you you spend five bills, 500 pounds on, on the PS5. To someone else who doesn't play games, however, for for them to get entertainment, they'll go outside, go out clubbing, go buy drinks. In a year, the person that spent 500 pounds on that PS5 is giving them endless hours of entertainment in their mm. living room, in their bedroom. Whereas the one that says, oh, I don't play games, that's for kids. They want to go outside and, you know, spend more money on in real life. It's a lot more expensive. So... In reality, you know, if you're looking for cheap form of entertainment, uh, gaming can help. So there's both sides of the coin, you know, doing your spare time, do it when you've done your task for the day. But then to do it all day, that's where it's that's where you've got to draw the line and think, OK, is this really what you want to do for the rest of your life type of thing? Mm, I absolutely love that point that you raised there, because that's something that I even do. I use gaming as a form of me not having to go out and spend because every time I, sp- I go outside I spend at least a hundred pounds it's terrible <laughs> hey, I, this I, life. I got tired of it so I was like you know what I'm investing into a game console well actually it wasn't a game console I built my PC and then I just like bought a couple games on here and now I just play that if I want to have entertainment I'll play that or I'll go talk to my girl or just do whatever do you know what I mean I won't you know go outside and go to a bar or a club and start drinking because I know that one that leads me into a poor situation where I'm drunk and I, I've lost control potentially if I do mm-hmm. drink too much or I wake up the next day feeling groggy, 
tired mm. and I'm a mad introvert as well. I also like to ask you that as well. Do you know about like your personality type? Like, do you know which one you are? Um, I would say I'm introvert if I don't know you. But once mm. I get to know someone, I can become extroverted. Even mm. in my content, in front of the camera, I'm an extrovert because I feel like I'm in my zone. But in real life, yeah, no, nah, I don't. I believe in listening to people rather than speaking. I don't. I'm not the type of guy to be doing all the talking. I like to listen and analyze and speak when I need to. I don't speak for no reason. Mm. So, what would you say that you recharge better when you're in your own space, or would you say you recharge better when you go out to see your friends and interact oh. with other people? Oh, my own space, most definitely. Because I feel like I need my own space just to be my own thoughts. I talk to myself. I feel like if it wasn't for that, I keep myself sane. I'm the I'm the person. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, uh, I do the same thing, but that's why I'm laughing. <laughs> like, it's needed. I feel like it's needed. You need that other person. I feel like I'm my best advisor. Like, sometimes mm. I just need to speak to myself and get myself under control. But yeah, I, I really value alone time a lot. Um, I factor it into my day. It's very necessary. Mm, was was you always like that? Like was you always your own best friend, or was at one point like you kind of looked at yourself and you was like, you didn't really like spending time by yourself because a lot of people start off like that. Um, I think it gradually happened like throughout my life. Obviously, I have my boys as well. Don't get me wrong, but mm. I always definitely always need my own downtime just to be in my own thoughts and just think about certain situations. Mm. There was mm. a, I believe, there's a quote. I don't remember exactly how it goes, but or even who said it, but it's basically the premise is that when you spend time in solitude, that's where the genius within will come out, and that's when you'll find the most ideas. And that's probably why you are where you are today, because you spend time alone, and you've kind of got time to know yourself and know what you want, and because you know what you want, you can go out and go get it, because most people don't mm. know what they want yet. Yeah, no, most definitely. And I feel like direction is the most important thing for anyone getting started in the entrepreneurship game or just to build wealth because a lot of people are moving somewhere which isn't the right place where they want to go but very fast it doesn't matter how slow you're going but as long as you move in the right direction towards your goals then that's the best mm, mm. and how do you like because because look if you guys don't know as well pokey he's got over 350,000, well, nearly uh, 350,000 followers on TikTok, over 24K followers on YouTube, 38K on Instagram, that you probably seen them on Snapchat adverts at one point. And <laughs> this was somebody who, he wasn't, like, I would say personally, or, or maybe you can tell me, but you probably wasn't as known as you were two years ago, most 100% not. 100% not, 100%. So this is somebody who just grew up in a, um, in a place where, you know access to certain opportunities might be a bit scarce for people mm, limited yeah so it's quite limited so you know but he's gone out there and created those opportunities through focusing on himself and you know that's why i brought him today because i want him to share you know the, the the kind of drive and the values that he had to adopt to share with you guys so i hope you guys do listen and take in everything that he's about to drop or just even just get to get to hear his story and just feel inspired but Let's take it back. So, so where did PokeBank start? PokeBanks. Um, well, in my area, right, I was always about hustling. Okay, um, back I was the type of guy in school. I'll be the type of guy to be selling you cookies, sweets, drinks. Um, I had the whole operation locked. So, my whole drive for money and entrepreneurship started from a young age. The reason it started is because, funnily enough, um, I went to the BlackBerry, um, mm. I, and uh, my parents weren't trying to give me one. They weren't trying to buy me one. So. I was like, cool, if they're not going to get me one, I need to get myself somehow. And all my friends had Blackberry, so you know in school you want to fit in and you want to be on the, the messenger chats. You come into school, people will be beefing on there, but you don't have a Blackberry, you have a Nokia. <laughs> so you're thinking, you're asking people, oh, what happened, what happened, what happened? But you want to be a part of these group chats and stuff. So yeah, you want to be part of a collective and have a Blackberry. And it was a, it was a cool status item at the time. It's like having, actually having an iPhone is normal now, but do you know what I'm saying? So mm. essentially... um. I thought, you know what, let me start buying some sweets and cookies from the Sainsbury's, from the Poundlands, from the, from the stores, and then take it to school and make a profit. Once I hustled enough to save like 80 pounds, I forgot how much the Blackberry was, but I, I saved them to buy one. That's when I realised anything in this world is possible. Like, I can get whatever I want as long as I put my work and dedication towards it. Bear in mind, at this time, I'm around 13 years old, 14 years old. So I'm doing that throughout the whole school. And while doing that, I kind of realised, wait a minute, 
I finished school now and I don't know anything about investing. I don't know anything about credit. I don't know anything about um, mortgages, nothing. So I'm thinking, I'm the type of guy, if I want something, I'm going to go get it. So right. I went on my own way to go research and thank God, I tell everyone, YouTube and Google are your best friends. Mm. I made use of these platforms just to you know, go find out more information about money, finance and whatnot. And it came to a point where in my area, I was known as the money guy. So I was a type of, um, from saving my money, from investing into, um, you know, into other hustles, from saving and doing all of that, people will come to me for loans, people will come to me for advice, um, people will come to me to start businesses with them. And that was like my, my status as, as me in my area. Mm. Now, um, with that being said, it got to a point where on Snap, I'll give out a few, few gems, but like people aren't really hearing it. Then I thought, you know what, let me make an Instagram page. Let me make an Instagram page and make, you see the Instagram pages on, on Instagram where they talk about financial literacy and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. I started one and it got to around 400 followers in around three months. To mm. me personally, that wasn't good. I didn't like that. I was like, that's dead. Like I have one point, at the time I had like 1.8 on my own page. So mm. I wasn't even happy with those numbers. So I gave up for that. I can't lie. I gave up. I was like, nope dead i don't really i'm not really interested this was 2019 by the way mm. now towards the end of 2019 now one of my friends tells me oh you should um jump on um tiktok you know mm. you should jump on tiktok and i'm thinking i was thinking nah, that's for kids i was more looking towards Inst- i could do another instagram page but from a different point of view or starting a podcast or starting a blog or starting a youtube channel but he said nah jump on tiktok gary v is talking about it um he's saying it's going to be the next biggest thing. And plus, since it's so early, you know, you have the first mover's advantage. The first mover's, yeah, the first mover's advantage, that's essentially where you are on the first um, firm to enter a market and you grab majority of the market share. So I went on TikTok and I checked, not many people in the UK were even talking about personal finance on TikTok. So I thought, <laughs> let me start this. So beginning of 2020, 1st of January 2020, that's when I started my TikTok page. That's when I released my first video. Um... That video took me like, it was like a 30, 40 second video, but it took me like 40 minutes to make, crazy enough. Mm. Um, I jumped on TikTok, I made that video, and from there, I was just being consistent, 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 video a day, video a day, and I up it to two videos a day, and then, yeah, I started to see some gradual growth, and yeah, then, yeah, literally. But um, to us, where Poku Banks came from, um, the actual name, um, people don't know, but um, it's actually a verb, so it's Poku is banking, not people assumed it was like a surname or it was just a <laughs> fake name but no essentially a verb so poku is banking poku banks mm. you know so that's that's where it all came from but people assume it's a surname so i just go with it uh, you know what's funny yeah i actually saw your name and i thought that exact thing that it was a verb rather than like a last name because it makes sense because it, it ties into like your overall um branding you know poku mm. is making money to make money you bank it do you know what I mean yeah, like you can't you can't go to the bank with no money you know what I'm saying so yeah, exactly, it just makes exactly. sense Pokey Banks <laughs> and it's funny because in a sense it's almost like manifesting your future as well oh most definitely most definitely Um, I literally envisioned who I would be when I was like in year 10 year 11 mm. do you know what I'm saying I always knew I'd be the guy to, the money guy in the UK that's, that's what I envisioned and you gotta think it before you be it you know mm. you can't just do you get what I'm saying? You gotta think it to to actually believe it and believe it full circle. Because again, before you become that great person, you need to believe you're a great person yourself. Mm. If you don't believe you're a great person, who will? Hundred mm. percent. And I know that for a fact because I feel like I even I even experienced similar things myself. Like I saw myself having a podcast. I saw myself doing forex and being able to provide a service to people that helps people. And even just helping people mentally and just giving an in positive impact to the world. And I, I first saw myself being that before I actually eventually became that. And, mm. you know, it, it seems that it's worked for you as well. And guys, if you if you want a visualisation exercise as well, there's one earlier in my podcast. Um, you can just scroll down and you can find it. It's called, uh, I don't remember what the episode's called, but it's called Visualise Something. It'll have visualisation in it. But, yeah, so... Now that you've gotten to where you are, when you look back, like how does it feel like looking back between like the distance between where you are now and, and where you started? Um, at times it does feel overwhelming, like wow, I've actually made this far, but then also underwhelming because 
again, I'm a normal person just like you lot listening to this. Like, I'm not anyone special. I'm not, you know... Literally, I just put in the work and I just took action. Literally. I wouldn't say anything I've done is crazy because I just feel like I'm just being me. Do you get mm. what I'm saying? When, so when people come up to me and say, oh, wow, I appreciate everything you've done, I'm just like... To me, it's like... Right, I'm just talking about what I like. Like, yeah. damn, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even mean for it to be this impactful, you know. So I'm just, I'm just being me. So it's underwhelming as well, and also knowing that I have so much further to go. Like this is just only ten percent of what I've got loading, you know. So uh. this is just the first step, just to really get me to where I really want to be in the future. But yeah, it's great. It's um, sometimes from a third party point of view, it makes me feel like wow, I've come so far because people will be surprised to see me in public but then me deep down i know like <laughs> i'm just loading that for sure mm. and you, you know what as well though um bringing back to what you said like how you started off like with selling sweets and stuff i love the fact that you that you highlighted something you said that you didn't like just say oh i can't get a blackberry you said how can i get a blackberry and because of that, it opened your mind up to seeing the possibility of you, of you even getting it and how you can get it. And that's the thing that most people kind of prevent themselves from doing. Like they, they always limit themselves by saying, I can't, I can't, I can't. But realistically, you can. It's just that you've got to think about how. And that's something that you've done so well and you've done it consistently. And that's why you are where you are today and why you will be going where you're going. Yeah, no, for sure. Like that mindset there is what helps you take yourself to the next level because you're always going to come across many obstacles and hurdles in your journey mm. but if you don't have the initiative to think of how you can get around that or how you're going to defeat that obstacle then you know it's going to be very very tough for you to get to where you really want to be mm. so again little things like that is what you need just to make it to the next level instead of thinking of this whole limited scarcity mindset you need to think of of abundance you need to think no it is possible i just need to change how i do it and that goes on to me saying how there's a difference between how entrepreneurs act, how good entrepreneurs act, and how some that are just, you know, built up from a normal normal mindset in a, in, a, in a way. Some people will try something, fail, they'll try again the exact same way and fail again, and they won't feel like what they're doing is wrong. When in reality, look, you've tried something, it hasn't worked, and you still think it's okay to try the same way you've done again? No, you need to adjust it. You need to adjust how you do it. You need to readjust the plan. So mm. me, for example, I, I went on TikTok, I mean, I went on Instagram to speak about personal finance. It didn't work. So I, instead of giving up on that dream altogether, I went back, went back to the drawing board and recircled and did it again in a different way. This time I showed my face and that's what worked. So mm. just because something doesn't work for someone, they should realise that maybe you need to adjust your approach, how you want to do it. Because again, that may be like a, a billion dollar idea, but just because you gave up on the first try, you've now missed out. So again, what I always say to people, you're literally one business idea away from, from, from your life changing forever. Mm. It doesn't matter how many business ideas you fail. It doesn't matter. Once that one, once you hit, once you hit it once, it's, it's game. A home run, it's, it's game. So mm. I think that's one thing people got to realise, you know, so um, I asked my parents for Blackberry, it didn't work. So I went around my own way to get it. So there's always another way you can do things. Most definitely, you know, man. Very, very, very well said. And um, I got asked as well, like, now that you've stepped into, like, the role of Pokey Banks, like, people know you as Pokey Banks, you're stepping into random places, I'm guessing that people are approaching you, like, oh, my days, Pokey, da-da-da-da-da. Like, how was it dealing with that as well? Like, because it can be a lot to deal with, especially at being at such a young age. Because how old are you yeah. again, if you don't mind saying? Uh, tw 21, 21. 21. Yeah, um, I, bl I blew up at nine, 19. Yeah, mm. 19. So it was, um, yeah, so it's, it's mad. Um, how do I feel when, at first, I was actually pretty happy because, you know, people are recognising me for me being me. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I remember back in school, like, people would say, oh, you care too much about money. Um, why are you so focused on this? You're just, you're so selfish, et cetera, et cetera. But now you know why I am. You know, mm. because again, I have big goals to achieve and now I understand why. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm. when I see other people recognising me for, you know, what I talk about online, it's like, wow, like people actually, like they're just like me for being me. You know, I haven't, I'm just the same old guy I was back in school, you know, so um, it's, it's it's great. Obviously, as time goes on, you get used to it. Mm. At first I was gassed to get noticed in public, but then, you know, it's like, 
sometimes it can become a nuisance. Like sometimes you're just trying to get from A to B with no <laughs> friction, no no interruptions. Or sometimes you know you might you have not be looking the greatest, or you might be looking a little bit bummy out, and you know. So it's just like it's a bit annoying. But when COVID came, oh, I was so happy. <laughs> Everyone's at home. <laughs> yeah, everyone's at home and masks are a normal thing. Before oh, yeah. COVID, wearing the belly in public before COVID was a mad thing. But after COVID, you wear belly and no one really look at you like that because mm. you know you're scared of the virus. So um, mm. when and actually to be fair, I even had the delayed. Now looking back, actually, COVID gave me a delayed perception of how big I was because I blew up during COVID. You know, I I started um TikTok the first January twenty twenty. COVID came March twenty twenty. So. Um, before I even gained any traction, COVID was already here. So, literally, imagine you're in your bedroom just seeing numbers on your screen go up. Mm. Another 1K followers, another 1K followers. Oh, 10K followers, 100K followers. Imagine just seeing that all like, just in your bedroom. So, obviously, seeing numbers on the screen and then seeing 100K people in a stadium, like a football stadium in real life, is two mm. different things, you know. Very so, I even, I even underestimated how, how big I got. And what you also need to remember is um, followers isn't everyone that knows you. I probably, I think it's around 10% of the people that see your page actually follow you. So it times out by 10, yeah. A million people have seen you. Um, only 10% of them followed you. And then, yeah, so yeah, a lot of people. And um, I didn't realise until that summer. I think there was E-Out to Help Out. So COVID calmed down a little bit. Mm. And then the E-Out to Help Out scheme came out. So you can go out and they're pretty much incentivizing people to go eat um, for, for a cheaper price. And that's mm. when I realised, oh, okay. Like it hit me by a shock. So all the work I did... To get me to like a hundred and hundred k, I didn't even realize how big I was becoming until you know COVID re- restrictions relaxed. So yeah. Mm. Mm. You know what though? It seems like that COVID like really, really um. It gave some interesting blessings and some interesting burdens because it's like, I remember there was a video that you posted, and you was talking about how. You was doing Airbnb before. And then COVID mm. came and that messed up your business. And then you had to adapt to the situation. And then now I'm hearing as well, like throughout that period, it probably gave you a lot more time for you to focus on creating content. And because of that, your numbers started to rise and then that that booms you off in different ways and opened up more doors for you. So it's interesting how it's like you've been able to maneuver around the situation. And... Yeah, no, for sure. Um... By the way, we will get onto all the hustles I have done in my in my past. That will be a part of the whole podcast. But Airbnb, rent to rent, service accommodation. Yes, I got into that to bring. Let's go back a little bit. I found out about um service accommodation during my A levels. So this is twenty nineteen June. I'm, I'm revising for my A levels. I'm in the library, but I see some ad about um Airbnb arbitrage. You can rent a place. And then you can rent out the individual nets for a higher price and make a profit. I'm thinking, yeah, this is lit. I can get into property for like 5k. Say no more. Like, let's jump on this. So, and this is actually this actually highlights some of my mistakes I made in my journey. But we get on to that. So, um, I'm now during the summer. I'm now hustling. I'm just learning about the whole game. I'm just consuming books and videos day after day, podcasts day after day. And then I get into uni now. And funnily enough, during my freshers week. I even incorporated incorporated my um, my Poker Estate Limited company. That was um, mm. I literally made it serious, and that's how serious I was. Like I wasn't here to play games. Like imagine during your freshers week, you're starting a business. So that's how you know I was serious. So um, I started that up. I'm looking for properties. Thanks to De- shout out to Denzel by the way. Um, me and him were just hustling together, like just trying to get properties. And then January came, so I started TikTok the first of January, and then around the twenty. 20- 3rd of January, that 2020, I got my first service accommodation unit. Um, I think I paid around £1,200 a month for that one. But on average, per night, I could rent it out for like £120. Because mm. there was a two-bed apartment. Um, and you're probably thinking, how can that be possible? It's a two-bed apartment with a sofa bed. So two double beds and a sofa bed. So that means five people can actually stay in the apartment for one night. So yeah. 120 divided by five, it, that's cheaper than a hotel. Do you get what I'm saying? So... Um, it made sense, and if you if I rented out for at least you know seventeen days a month, yeah, I've made quite a bit of profit on top because my rent was only twelve hundred. Don't get me wrong, there are more costs involved, which people don't talk about. So there's bills, there's your cleaner costs and whatnot. Mm. But um, but yeah, that was that. Now, like I said, I got this in January twenty twenty, so I'm gassed, I'm excited. Um, February was a good month. Um, 
you know, just selling my place out, made some decent profit there. But then March, boom. Actually, you know what? Even February, COVID was even a thing in February, but it really hit the UK in March. Like, yeah. I heard about it in, in Wuhan in, in February, but I thought, I ain't, ain't coming to the UK. I, I should be good. Yeah, but then March came the and then, boom, the hospitality business crumbled overnight. And um, it, was a, it was a shocking time because, again, I'm young. I got rent to pay. And let me be real, like, I had at least, like, probably only one month's worth of expenses. So let's say I had no sales, like, no bookings for the month. I could probably pay for that month, but then month of that income has to be produced somewhere. Like, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? So um, with that, it was a shocking time because um, I was actually one month away from my business failing. So my plan was cool. I just need to get someone in this property to cover the costs for like the next few months while this COVID thing relaxed. So um, I think I found a couple. They um they're moving from Australia, I believe, and they wanted to they wanted to move to the UK, but they didn't. They wanted to spend time in the Airbnb to get used to the UK, and then also spend that time to also look for an actual house like, to get a mortgage on. So they wanted to rent somewhere first. So um, I got this couple in for three months. I think they paid me, I believe it was like a thousand pounds a month. I should know, one thousand two hundred pounds a month. But obviously that was my rent, but it didn't cover my bills or... So I made a little loss. So um, they stayed there for three months. And over those three months, I only made like a 800 pound loss. So I minimized my losses. So that was even good in that situation. Some people had no tenants during the COVID situation because it was just, it was fresh, it was brand new. Everyone actually felt locked inside. So um, yeah, I feel like I managed that one effectively. But like you said, so it was a burden in that case because it ruined my Airbnb business. And if that wasn't there, I could be in a different position today. Mm. Um, but then it was also a blessing because then I thought to myself, you know what? Okay, cool. Airbnb isn't pushing now. Now it's time to go full force on this TikTok thing. Like there's, there's like I need to go full ham, like two videos a day, no joke type of thing. So um, mm. yeah, it was a blessing and a curse. So mm. yeah, I definitely learned quite a lot from that COVID situation. If anything, it benefited me a lot because it gave me a lot of time to focus on myself, to save money. I think, um, yeah, that year I won't really try to fly out anyway in the summer, but um, because of COVID, I couldn't fly out anyway. So it benefited me in a few, in a few ways, but, Most but yeah. Yeah, man. That's the one thing that I was happy about, though. Like, when COVID happened and then everyone's forced into lockdown, I was like, you know what? That means I ain't got to spend no money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got to save money. And a lot of us hustlers, I, I won't even... Um, I can't like other people in the world yeah when COVID came their mental health got affected they felt yeah, like yeah. claustrophobic but me I can't lie I'm, we're used to this we, we make money on land we make money in a bedroom so to me it was just like you literally forced me to do something I'd do anyway yeah, literally. So, um, <laughs> and um, I saved money I was able to focus on my business you know when like you may have some other friends that want to invite you out all the time but like because of COVID you could just say like there was no reason for you to invite me out so I had yeah, time literally. to fully dedicate to my craft so if anything, it was kind of, it was actually a blessing for me. I, I understand, yes, there are other people that it, it hit them mentally. But for me, no, I was great. I was great. Mm. That's the thing though, man, because I feel like, and because you said you're introvert as well, um, I think that plays into it a lot. Like that's an introvert's dream to not have to step outside. Like, oh, to, most to, to not have to interact with nobody. You can literally just disappear for a while. And li- because everyone's too concerned with what's going on with their selves, they're not even going to think about, okay, cool, like, let me quickly just message this person and see, if we see what they're saying. Like, no, nah, you have time and the mental space to just do you and become you and just do the thing that you love to do, you feel me? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, following COVID, oh, so, just because I got someone to stay in the crib for three months, I kind of thought, you know what, okay, earlier in my in my journey, I remember like when I was in year 13, I told myself I'm never going to work again. And um, when COVID came, I can't lie, I was thinking, you know what, I have to drop my ego because this did, even though, yeah, I've got someone to stay in the crib for three months, I still can't just rely on that. I need to get some other yeah. income from somewhere else. So um, I got a job at Tesco. I worked as a Tesco delivery driver. Um, that was actually a pretty good job, I can't lie. I made TikTok videos in my Tesco van. Pretty simple <laughs> job. Um, literally, the reason why I love that job is because you're not really under supervision like that, unless yeah. you're in a deep depot. Once you leave the depot and you're doing your deliveries, you can be blasting music 24-7, mm. be on the phone. Um, I was making TikTok videos in my van. You can go back and check. Like, There's, <laughs> there's videos in my van. And um, and yeah, and what, furthermore, you're driving around in London, so like, you're getting used to the roads. And it's just, I like driving as well, so it, it made sense. So um, mm. I was driving like a, a automatic Mercedes van. So yeah, it was calm. So 
um, I had to I had to drop my ego and actually work a job. And for me, that was character building because I remember telling people that oh, I've never worked again. Make money online forever, you know. Um, but you know, situation arise where I had to um, drop my ego and you had to do what I had to do to survive. So yeah, I worked that job. Um, funnily enough, though, at the time though, I'm now I'm an honest person, so I tell my 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 TikTok people, you know. I've got a job now, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, funnily enough, looking back, I actually received a lot of mockery, a lot of mockery for working that um Tesco delivery job. And mm. I think it's because people assumed I was like very rich, or or people assumed that um, or people just wanted to hate like, oh, look at you, you check all this entrepreneur stuff, but you work a job. Mm. But you know, I had to just ignore that and keep doing what makes me make sense for me. Um, so yeah. 100% man because you know what I feel like people have this perception of entrepreneurs it's like oh yeah like you know there's it's a straight line do you know what I mean they think it's just profit 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 but what about when there's the downturns what about when mm. there's all of these overheads that come through like you have to be able to adapt and drop your ego and at times maybe go go back to a job and just to just to create that stable income because most of the time when you have a job it's a lot more stable than being an entrepreneur and that's what people oh, don't sure. that's, what, that's what a lot of people don't talk about and I'm glad that there's somebody in the UK finance team that's able to highlight that through their experience rather than just like through theory as well because a lot of people could talk through theory but you're talking from experience right now and that's what sets you aside from other people and it's like people get to also see your journey so it also makes you more authentic too and that aids to to a personal branding because they see that you're able to go from there but then now you're no longer wait I'm assuming are you still there? no of course not that's (laughs) That's not cool 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 so so it, it shows though like the process you 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 went back you dropped your ego and then because of that it catapulted you further because you was able to survive that period where you know the airbnb business wasn't as going as great as it as it should have been going and you know that is all a testament to your journey yeah no most def um just for timeline purposes i started working in tesco's i'd say april so i did like one month of covid and not working in april i got the job I left in August, so I was only there April, May, June, April, May, June, July, yeah, I left in August because um my TikTok started to take off, um, and furthermore, I was going back to uni anyway, but um, mm. but yeah, nah, um, so I was only there a few months anyway, just to get myself back on my feet, um, but yeah, that that, works me, that also leads me to um, talk about why working job, yes, is stable, but again, essentially, what you're saying to me is, you want to stop chasing your dreams to go help someone else build their dreams. Now, mm. yes, there's no wrong, there's nothing wrong with doing that for the short term, but there needs to be a long term play, guys. You know, you can't be, you know, building someone else's dreams forever. I'd rather work on myself than go work, you know, for someone else personally because I've, I've something going for me. And that came to a prominence in uni because, you know, I'm in university now, and now I'm now in second year, and everyone's talking about. Um, um, what's it called? Not inside day. Um, internships. Everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna work at JP Morgan. I'm gonna be working here. I'm gonna be working there." And I'm thinking, I could do the internship, but like, that means I'm spending my whole summer helping JP Morgan make more millions. And I'm thinking, why can't I spend that summer building my own my own empire? So mm. I have to go against the social norm. Everyone around me is getting an internship, and I'm thinking, nah, let me stick towards the course. Let me build my own my own platform and take it to the next level. Um, that was a risk that I took. Um, in my opinion, I do think it's paid off. Um, you know, money is coming in, it's flowing even more. Mm. But yeah, that's, and that's one thing people don't realise because with the entrepreneurship game, you're literally banking on yourself. You're, you're, you're the one that has to tell yourself to wake up early in the morning. You're the one that has to tell yourself to start working at this time and stop working at this time. Mm. No one's there to like tell you, okay, you're done, you've done enough work today. It's down to you. So um, there is flexibility benefits, but then there's also, you need to keep yourself accountable. You need to treat yourself like you are your own boss, but you're also your own employee. Like, yes, mm. you need to work now. You can't just um, slack about. So there's pros and cons, but me personally, I'd rather um, you know, focus on building my dream, you know, focus on myself. So yeah, that, that was the situation there. Mm. Yeah, man, 100%, because I know that, even on my journey as well I had that same sort of realisation that because I was working at Waitrose at the time and mm. I realised that I'm literally making millions well obviously I'm like, my physical access out of the store weren't making me millions but my participation was helping to make millions on a day to day basis 
and mm. I'm thinking how can I do spend my time doing this and then I come home all tired and not wanting to do anything mm. that I actually do love doing you know why don't I find a way to take back control over my times when at least when I'm doing something at least it's for my benefit and it's going to help my people that, that that's around me as well do you know what I mean and you know that that, that came with the birth of everything that I, I currently do I'm sure that it probably birthed everything that you're currently doing as well with that similar mindset yeah no definitely it definitely helped um, birth and turn me into the guy I am today because again um, being willing to you know work hard save your money and then be able to leave your job is, is a, it's a blessing in itself not many people have that you know that skill set to even do that because again a lot of people want to live paycheck to paycheck so when people get their pay get their income now their plan isn't okay how am i going to make and turn myself into the next biggest thing their plan is okay where are we going on the weekend what drink am i buying on the weekends where am i going out next week to eat that's their plan and they have this such such a consumerist mindset and to be fair don't get me wrong it makes the world goes around it does help the business and the economy but again mm. My content is for the people that want to become a better version of themselves and become the producer. They want to be the ones giving up the content. You know, yes, mm. I listen to podcasts, but I also do my own interviews. Mm. You make your own interviews. We are creating content for people to listen to. And that's where I want people to start looking more towards rather than, yes, I understand 95% of the world are going to be consumers, but to the 5% that I talk to, you know, you got to have tools in place. you got to have that mindset in place of, cool, yeah, I'm getting this income from this job, but let's put some aside for my emergency fund so then I can go at least six months without a job. Mm. Let me put some towards some investments or towards a business where it can make me some extra income on the side to then eventually replace my job. Mm. Some people just want to be comfortable and just stick there. But and I understand that there are some people like that and there's nothing wrong with that. Fair enough. Cool. You do you. But me and the people that want to, you know, become some someone important one day or you want to become impactful and you want to do some great things for your community or make more money to take care of other people that you, you know, love for example your family yeah you're gonna have to start thinking wisely about your next steps and your next moves mm, most definitely i was listening to a, a, an audio book recently called um do you know the have you read the the psychology of money you know what that's that's all my nets that's all my nets wants to read to be fair bro it's a good book when you read it yeah a lot of things are gonna click in your mind you're gonna be like ah because it kind of like it, it's a very good book at articulating thoughts that you might have already had but it kind of does it in a way which helps you to understand the thought even deeper mm. so there's something in this book that it says it basically explores the concept of saving your money why you should save your money and it kind of touches on something that you said there about you know let's take for example if you're uh, need to take six months out of um, your job for example mm-hmm. now you could be somebody who has a job and you don't like the job and you want to move on to something else and want to find a different opportunity but the problem is that most people have is that they just don't have the income to sustain them whilst they look for that opportunity or or should they want to create an opportunity of their own now when you save your own income it's almost like you're telling you're giving yourself the option to say no to things that don't sit right with your spirit do you get what I'm saying? Mm, so yeah. it takes power back into your hands just by having the finances there to be able to be like you know what I don't need to do that do you know what I'm saying? And that's the thing that people kind of overlook and they, they, they ignore their finances because they feel like it's it's unattainable. They feel, they think it requires like A-level math skills to, to, to take control of, but you don't need that. You just need... Like, everything is already done for you, realistically. You've got calculators, you've got your, your bank will sort everything out. You can hire, a, hire an accountant to do all of those extra stuff for you. Like, there's so many different mm. ways of going about things, but that requires money and, you know you got to kind of save up to be able to do that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, It's just like, look, if you want to have a peaceful night in, having that money there, knowing that any emergency that comes up in your life, a car crash, um, maybe an expense of a surgery, it's just there. It's already paid for. Mm. It's ready. All you got to do is withdraw it from your, your investments or whatnot, and it'll take three to five working days. Simple. Boom. So it's just like, some people don't live life on E, literally. They want to live life on the E. <laughs> like you see how you see how with a with a fuel tank, like why would you live so close to E? Like, do you not like respect like do you not respect your like your place in this world? Because again, if so, then you have to ask people for loans, you're gonna have to get pay their loans, go out your way to do dumb stuff that will make your life a lot more 
a lot more stressful and most of the problems in the world are caused by money so if if you have that money to back it then you should be good so yeah having that six month emergency fund is there so any situations you have that arise you can afford to sort it out instantly you know you you, you crash your car like you can fix it the next week you, you're not you're not driving with a messed up bumper or whatever or or whatever i'm the type of guy my phone if my phone breaks like today i'm fixing it tomorrow i don't have to wait for no for nothing do you know what i'm saying so mm. with the six month emergency fund as well it's also there so let's say covid comes again that means you could you can give yourself six months to live and pay for your necessary expenses your rent or whatever you're not having to bump your landlord or whatnot because mm. you have that you have that that stash right there and it also allows you to um if you need to move job it gives you time to find six months to find a new job you know if if the economy isn't looking great then yeah it may take a while to get a new job but six months is a good it's a good range now personal finance experts they recommend three to six months um some do 12 now situations where you should do either cool if you believe that your job is very easy to um, replace so for example you're a key worker you work in the nhs find another job shouldn't be a problem so mm. sometimes some people have a, a lower a lower threshold so three months the normal average is six and then let's say your job is um it's not really necessary and if you lose it it could take you a while to get back into work again or if you thought yourself that you need enough finances to cover the family or you feel that um you just feel better of yourself you sleep better at night with a larger emergency fund then some will do a year 12 months um but to start off with i know it sounds a lot because again if you're your monthly required expenses are like 800 pounds 800 times 6 is 4.8k 800 times 12 is 9.6k i know it sounds a lot to save but you can start off just by saving one month you don't need to do it all in one go start off by saving a thousand pounds or just one month worth of expenses and it builds up slowly start taking a piece of your income and then put it towards yourself and this also leads on to my next point i feel like some people don't like themselves you know do you, you know the reason i the reason I say that is because they don't want to pay themselves at all. They get their income <laughs> from their business, from the from the company, um, the job, and then they want to go pay everyone else. They want to go pay mm. Tesco's. They want to go pay um the 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 club down the road. They want to go pay the alcohol man. They want to go pay the weed man. They want to pay everyone else, they but they want to pay, pay themselves. Eats, they want to pay McDonald's. They, they want to pay all these businesses. <laughs> They don't want to pay all these businesses, but they don't want to pay themselves. They don't want to pay their future selves. They don't, mm. they don't, want, to pay, they don't want to pay their future holiday. They don't want to help their future mental health. Why? I don't get it. Why don't people like themselves? I love myself. I love myself a lot. I'll be real. I'll pay. Look, I get my money. I'll invest it into my future. Why? Because I want the future Pokebacks to be living a great life. Mm. I want the, 20, the decisions I make now, this year, will make the 2025 Pokemon Banks his life a lot more easier. He'll be able to do a lot more things. Do you know what I'm saying? The decisions I made in 2018 is making my life a lot more easier. Mm. So I don't know why people want to go pay everyone else, every other business before paying themselves. Look, when you get your income, the first thing you should do is take a portion of that and put it towards yourself. This could be towards your savings or your investments. Again, even paying, even putting money towards experiences, even though you are spending and give it to someone else, that can build your own personal character it can build memories and that i actually advocate for as well experiences a lot i'm i'm more towards that than you know materialistic things because you know I don't, you're, again you're just paying another company and you're gonna pay them again next season when the clothes go out, go out of fashion so yeah mm. see what you just said right there is very 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 powerful and it's key and it's important that people really soak that in and really just think about that and reflect upon that because Everything that you do today affects the person who you are tomorrow. And if you don't, you know, sacrifice and delay your gratification, then you're going to end up just following this loop where you're just living paycheck to paycheck or just scrambling to, to basically live your normal life because you was unable to prepare for the future, you know. But also, I would, I would like to ask as well, like, what kind of... If someone was to be like, you know what, I've never really saved my money before, what kind of ways can I go about doing that and what habits should I adopt? Okay, firstly, you become good at things that you track and measure. So, for example, people that, you know, run races, 100-meter races, they track every single race they do just to compare and analyse. Or if you run a YouTube channel or a podcast, you, you track your numbers to see, okay, this podcast did better than this podcast, maybe because I have this type of guest. So, in the future, I'll get these type of guests. Whatever you track and measure, normally tend to do good. 
So when it comes to you now, that wants to save money, you need to start looking at your finances. You need to tap them head on. A lot of people, right, after night out, they are scared to check their finances. They're scared to open their bank account. They're scared to go to AP ATM. Why? Because they're not, they're not, they're not okay with where they are financially. Yes, they have the power to control that, but they're scared. What you need to do is you need to attack it head on and control it. Don't let your con money control your life. You need to control your money. So this means you need to go into your bank statements, print out a bank statement, write down and compare every single category of how much you're spending. Oh, I spent this much on Uber last month? Okay, next month we're going to reduce that. I spent this much on going out? Okay, cool. Next time, let's go to the grocery store and buy some food so I can cook at home. It'll be cheaper and you can do it with a significant other as well. So you can build bond time that way as well. Mm. So all these little things here, people need to just look at their own finances and look at where they're spending. That's the easiest way to make money is simply to cut down on some things that you already spend. For example, um, literally just by cutting down, you can see extra. Let's say um, you spend um, £200 a month on Uber Eats. Right. Next month, you spend £100 on Uber Eats. You've just made £100 just by looking at your finances and cutting down. And you haven't actually done anything significant. You've literally just looked at your finances. That's the easiest way to make money. Right. Just by looking at your own finances. Obviously, it gets to a point where... It does get to a point where you don't want to live like you're homeless. I'm not advocating that. That's why I said 200 to 100. I'm not saying completely cut out Ubeats as well because, again, that's very unrealistic. You never... You know, when it comes to curing addictions, you don't ever go from 100 to zero. You yeah, go down slowly. Go cold turkey, man. Yeah, you got to reduce it, like, gradually. So... In that situation, there for someone that wants to get started with saving, just start looking at your, looking at how where you spend your money, where does it go to, who do you pay, who do you give your money to, and then from there you you clock patterns where, okay, cool, I can reduce this, I can reduce that, and that'll be the best way in my opinion for someone to start saving. But what I will say is, okay, I assume everyone wants to become wealthy one day, so saving is great, but saving won't make you a millionaire. Saving won't take you to the next level per se. Yes, if you have a hundred pounds in your name, yes, saving will do a lot. But it gets to a point where saving the extra five pounds on Starbucks or canceling Netflix won't do nothing to your financial situation. Like if I cancel Starbucks or if I cancel Netflix, I will not become rich. That's just there's no point in me doing that. It won't it won't add anything to my life. Like I won't save that much more in compared to canceling such a such a streaming service. So right. saving is great, but you need to get to a point where you now you need to be investing. So I don't believe in skimping on um, life. Like, I don't, yeah, I don't believe in skimping on life in general. So yes, that holiday, yeah, go book it. You can learn a lot more things on holiday. When I go on holiday, I think of so many business ideas. I like seeing other parts of the world. I think traveling is a great expense that shouldn't be really skimped on per se. So when it comes to saving now, yes, saving is great. You know, understand that don't spend excessively, but it will get to a point where you're better off making more money than yeah. saving per se because um for someone that makes you know 10k a month saving the extra like 200 pounds won't really it's more it's more trouble than what it can be you could rather put that effort towards your business and be able to spend that 200 pounds however you like so it really um you need to depend it really depends on what part of your journey you are in terms of entrepreneurship and building wealth mm. so so you're saying that the the best thing to do is firstly like uh, observe your finances and then mm. kind of dissect it and, and, and observe okay cool this cost can be reduced this cost can stay because i need it maybe it's rent or 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 your car or maybe you might have yeah. like a car that you're financing that you don't need and that is way it costs way more than it's worth and you think okay mm. cool, maybe i can try get another car instead or do you know what i'm yeah. saying like just cutting off the unnecessary expenses and then also not only aiming to just save but also aiming to invest the money that you've saved yeah and when i say the word invest i can't let a lot of people get a lot they get really scared when i say invest but investing can be simply getting a gym membership mm. you know because getting a gym membership you're investing into your wealth i mean to your health you're looking to improve your physique um getting a book is investing because you're investing into your mind so when I say the word invest, don't feel like, oh, you need to start trading for it. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> when I say the word invest, even put money to savings, that's in a way investing because you're investing into your, your mental health. Mm. Because knowing that you have that stash right there, like you, you'll, you'll take life on how it's supposed to be. You won't you know, move with regrets. Mm. Oh, I could have saved that money. No, I've got that money there so I can spend this type of money. 
Do you get what I'm saying? So mm. when it comes to investing, don't feel too scared about that word. You, you don't have to be a, a a stock trader or a crypto trader to, to invest per se. Yes, there are, those are other assets that you can invest into, but investing isn't just that. There are three main um, categories. You can invest into yourself, invest into a business, or invest into assets, financial assets. So mm. um, yourself, this is a gym membership, um, books and courses, mm. things that benefit yourself, things that take your mind to the next level. And I feel like this, right. is, this is actually one of the most important. Most definitely. Um, business can be like um, starting a side hustle, starting a business. Um, yeah, yeah, starting a side hustle, starting a side hustle, starting a business. That's investing into a business. And then investing into financial assets. This is um, someone else's business. So investing into a stock, investing into property, investing into crypto. Um, and then, yeah, so those are the three categories. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm. You know what is it? I'm, I'm very, very glad that you highlighted that, that first one. Invest into yourself because that's the part that most people skip. Everyone wants to get to the riches, but, you know, can your mind keep up with it? And exactly. most of the time, you know, people rush the process, but when you rush the process, you skip all of the lessons that, that you would have learned through, whether it would have been your failures or would have been certain interactions you might have had with somebody or whatever it would have been. Like, you, you steal those experiences from yourself just by not investing into yourself. And, you know, sometimes investing in yourself can easily just be you buy, purchasing a course. It could be you literally taking a certain person that you know you think is in a position that you would like to be in you could investing in yourself could also be taking that person to lunch and developing mm. a meaningful relationship with that person you know there's so many different ways to go about it and you know having money will give you the option to do those things and that first comes from saving yeah no most definitely so it's all about whether you just like yourself man if you love yourself yes invest so then your future self can live a greater life and I feel like everyone should be striving for, towards that. It's just a big shame that some people are just okay and they become content just off little just off little uh, money they've made. And it's just like, it's crazy, man. It's just crazy to see. But mm-hmm. I just want all my people, all my followers to just live a great life, you know? So that's, that's, that's what I, you know, proclaim and that's what I talk about. 100%, man. Because at the end of the day, like, if, if, if the other people around us and the people that look, look to us aren't winning then realistically, we aren't really winning at all. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's just about having and putting your friends into a position as well to do great things. So mm. making sure that the whole team is good, making sure that everyone's doing their own thing to take themselves to the next level, that's where it's at, man. That's literally what I'm advocating and that's what I'm preaching about. Mm. 